detention veterans, and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps-trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators, and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, our holiday episode where Christ Christmas is upon us. And we welcome Ron Moore with his special ministry to uplift you so that you know educating our veterans live is a community responsibility. Ron spends his adult life motivating others and through his unique and powerful ministry, he wants to help everyone succeed in the game of life. And when we met, we were holding up our paddles and giving back with the Salvation Army and making the kettles red filled with wisdom, knowledge, and the word. The true word is faith in God that we can overcome and do anything. So joining us with his Marine Corps uniform for life, healing from the Vietnam era of service is Ron Moore, my fellow Marine. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, Ron Moore. Thank you. It's so good to be here, especially at this time of the year. I love Christmas. This is so great. Well, Christmas is a happy time for the kids that don't know what parents go through trying to provide in a world where (laughs) Christmas time stands for gift giving and Christmas cheese, lights down the street and a falsehood that everything is okay when most people are struggling with the knowing that these pressures the world in secular terms has put upon us can sometimes be a financial burden. The triumphing over mental struggles and spiritual, social, physical unrest. So we want to come against that and we pick you for our Christmas show because you have a getting <laughs> real with Ron attitude. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's share with I, our families of the military and of the civilian world how we overcome and through that Monday motivation, what you strive to do with your voice. Well, you know, one of the things, uh, Christina, and, and thank you again for having me on the show. Uh, one of the things that, that I have found, and I've had this on my voicemail recording for years now, but it is so true. And I challenge people. I said, don't forget to make the choice to rejoice. And, and you know, sometimes it's harder to make that choice than other times. I got to tell you. But when you, when, you know, if you know the Lord Jesus, You've got Holy Spirit power to make that choice. And what a difference it makes in your day, in your life, when you say, Lord, I don't understand this. I don't like this, but I'm going to choose to rejoice in you because you are the God of my salvation. You have you you came at, at, at Christmas at the time we celebrate is Christmas. And you you came so that I could be free and I could live an abundant life. Most definitely. Well, we know you hail from Oklahoma City and you were born and raised there. And now you're in Dallas, Texas. And that ride of life with all the triumphs and travail that we suffer <laughs> while we're living is like a cowboy. So what about oh, them cowboys? And it's it's a ride, all right. <laughs> it is a ride. <laughs> well, but, I love my yeah, Nola Saints, and I know everyone has their favorite football team. So let's I'm use sorry. the analogy of football. I'm sorry. 
and the military <laughs> to help the world overcome today. Because with every Christina Silva show, we want to provide creative resiliency solutions with positivity. And we use personal testimonies in your case of Christianity and your life to help people really truly know how within them and with the Holy Spirit, we can overcome. And if they happen to hear a message while we witness with our personal testimonies, they can ask for help too, right, Ron? That's right. That's right. And, you know, I'm just thinking that what you said about just the military there, that's me being, I, I wanted to go that way. There's no interruption. Um, I, 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 I was thinking this the other day, uh, several years ago, um, let's see, who's the guy on PBS has done all the great historical documents uh, or documentaries, uh, David, somebody, I think. Anyway, uh, about what 15 years ago, he did one focusing in on the different uh, about four different families during the Second World War. Great document. First time I had ever sat still long enough to, uh, to, to for, for like four or five nights to watch a documentary like that. But you know, during that time, God began to speak to me about the comparisons of the spiritual warfare and the natural warfare. And one of the things that just jumped out at me just, uh, I think it was earlier this morning or later last night. Uh, and, and boy, I have gone through this and I'm telling you, and I just believe somebody listening is maybe going through this too. You know, you feel, you, you might feel like, or let me back up. You know, there were times that in, in the battle, especially in the second world war, that the, our boys were pinned down, you know, they were maybe pinned down for weeks at a time. And all they could do was just survive, you know? And, you know, you may be going through a time. I've been through times like that, that you just think, Lord Jesus, all I can do is read a Psalm a day, you know? And uh, uh, David knew what tough times was all about. And yet that's part of it. Sometimes you go through seasons like that. Battles are like that sometimes. But you got to know, you got to understand that, you know, God is for us. And one of the things that, that King David wrote that I, I love this, he said, I know this of God is for me because he's not given me over to my enemies. Woo. I mean, that is a, that is just a, a, a praise hallelujah right there. Because <laughs> I mean, if you're still loving Jesus, if there's still something in your heart that says, Lord, I know that I know you love me for me, then Hey, he's not giving you over to your enemies. And he is absolutely going to walk through this fire with you. That's the key word. He's walking through this battle that you're going through. And, and you know, one of the things basic, I used to say a basic Oral Roberts theology was God's a good God and the devil's a bad devil, you know. <laughs> and and uh, another one was God is good, but life is tough. And, and you know, I think we may have lost sight of that. Because we want everything to be so good and upgoing and positive, you know. But I'm telling you, sometimes life is tough. And yet you, when we focus on the goodness of God, we're going to make it through. Because we know that, hey, I'm still above the dirt. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, I've, still got, I've still got a future ahead of me. i got a roof over my head. I got food in my belly, you know, and so because you when you begin to focus on those things that you know, that you know, that you know are true, you can make it through. 
Well, everyone, we're talking with executive producer Ron Moore, United States Marine Corps veteran, who is giving us the analogy of World War II, a PBS special that was produced by Ken Burns with Uno, and he watched it on PBS. It was produced and made by Ken Burns and Lynn Novick. So we always want to give you resources, references, and the manual to the key of life, which is the living word, our holy Bible. So let me read to you a little bit of inspiration since we are in the holiday season that cannot fail because everyone in every religion around the world knows that there is one sovereign God and there is a true devil. That's for sure. So be encouraged by first Samuel chapter 12 verses 20 to 25. And this is one of Ron's favorite verse series because he knows that he can still keep on serving God even when he's truly messed up. And Samuel said unto the people, fear not, you have done all this wickedness, yet turn not aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart and turn ye not aside for then should ye go after vain things which cannot profit nor deliver for they are vain for the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it hath pleased the Lord to make you his people. Can I get an amen? Ooh, amen. <laughs> <laughs> and when we just shout that out during the season that there is the hope and eternal hope, it's not that we aren't fighting the battle ourselves. We turn it over to the Lord. And those are called prayers, everyone that is listening. And each Christina Silva show, I always pray for the troops. I pray for our presidency. I pray for the cabinet. I pray for the nations because we are in serious pandemic times. And Ron, when you accepted the express solution to your interview, it was an ambush. I usually plan shows a month ahead with my guests. And I said, you know what? This man's been missing for, from Facebook, from his account for months. And I saw your face and I'm like, thank you, Lord, in the moment of a person that's perfect with a history of motivating others on air like myself, you accepted. So I just want to thank you and all those that have served and ever served, especially from World War I and previous to present day. Our troops truly make our freedom what it is, and the military and our armed forces, the Joint Task Force, including our Space Force, we have the motto still intact in God we trust. And if you look at every nation upon nation, the rumors of wars and wars, America is the greatest nation because of our motto. And no longer shall we be afraid if they take Bibles out of schools or any of this we still have a land that is sacred to the Lord. Would you agree? Absolutely. It was, it was for the, I, I, along with many others, believe that, that the whole purpose of the founding of our nation was as that launching pad for world evangelization. Uh, world evangelization. And uh, you know, we've seen so many stories of, of God's people going all around the world, funding churches all around the world, So, yeah, God's not through with us yet. Most definitely. So today we want to give you a glimpse of God bless America and God bless American troops with every Christina Silva show. A moment of silence for thankfulness and gratitude, resilience. It's taught in every branch of the military. So thank you for taking a moment of silence to offer a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays and a brand new year to all of us. 
families, dependents, soldiers, those lost and those deployed, those stateside serving and those in cold areas of the world's hazards. Thank you, God, for everyone we've lost in the pandemic and for everyone to know there is hope with this show to discover what hope we have inside through the Trinity. So, Ron, you got to take us back now to the day you stepped on the yellow feet. <laughs> well, I t- I'll never forget January 17th. Um, and, uh, you know, I got there, and of course, uh, uh, it's, it's crazy because everybody's, uh, you know, everybody had their full head of hair, you know. And, and so you're looking around and, uh, you, you know, that the guy, you think, Hey, maybe I could be this guy's buddy or whatever. And then after shortly after that, when everybody's got totally shaved heads, which is the inside now, but they got totally shaved heads and you're going, I don't recognize any of these guys, you know, and, uh, uh have a, have a guy with a smoke in the bear hat yelling at me, getting me to wanting me to hurry. Oh my gosh. I was in shock. <laughs> so where did you go to boot camp? Uh, Marine Corps Crew Depot, San Diego. That's right. Well, that is the first time men and women are now part of the Marine Corps Recruit Depot San Diego boot camp training. And women and whoa, men are whoa, now whoa, training whoa. Are together. You telling so me women? Changed. Are you telling me women are going there da- now? Women as of 2021 May have graduated the first recruit battalion at MCRD, our Marine Corps Recruit Depot in San Diego, training co-ed. Training co-ed? Oh, you hadn't told me that part. Can you believe it? Oh, my. I wish you'd have told me that before the show. That's the biggest preparation. I I would have mentally gotten prepared for that one. Most definitely. (laughs) You know, what I was trying to get at is now that we have cyber protections and still hand-to-hand combat all in the same world. When you look back on your era of service, I want to congratulate you on the Marine Corps of old because there's a new (laughs) Marine Corps fleet that we have out there that are trained for both capacities, but the elite air, land, and sea that we fight upon and that we're trained as this branch, our elite United States Marine Corps, is different than our Army, Navy, Air Force, and Space Force and our Coast Guard, right? And everyone works together, but... Marines are still special. So take me back to when you served, what you remember about your duty stations and special comrades you served with. How did you make it through? (laughs) Well, you you, got to understand that. When I told my sister that I was joining the Marine Corps, that I had joined the Marine Corps, I had never been in shape in my life. So I told my sister that I joined and she said, oh, where's daddy's gun? I said, Daddy's gun. What do you want Daddy's gun for? She said, Because I'm going to kill you. Because if I don't, the Marine Corps will. I said, You can't make it in the Marine Corps. What? But I did. And so, so I actually went to the uh, uh, PC People Tune first, affectionately known as the Fat Farm, because, <laughs> like I say, I had never been in shape in my life. And so I spent three, the first three months just doing nothing but PT and physical training, working out. And uh, uh, just getting in shape enough to actually go into training. And so, yeah, while most guys uh, finish boot camp in three, I did six, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you still have the same discipline, the same drill instructor yelling at you and everything. But, uh, yeah, it took me six. But, you know, praise God, I made it through. And, and I'll tell you what, though, on that very first day, and this is where having that foundation of the Lord comes, <laughs> comes through, on that very first day, 
that you know, before I went to the fat farm, that we went on a uh, went on a run. Uh, I I saw you know, on a three mile run. Well, I'd never been on a three mile run in my life, so I saw guys literally falling out. Uh, mm. I mean, they were falling by the wayside. So I saw those drill instructors putting a, literally putting a boot on their rear. And so, you know, I just said to myself, you know, I can either do this, you know, the easy way by putting one foot in front of another, or I can, or I can do it with the drill instructor's boot on my rear, but I'm going to make this run. And so I began to say, I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. Do you know I made the whole way on that three-mile run? with everybody else and uh, uh, I made it and just you know having those kind of power verses like that what a difference it makes you know whether in whatever situation that you're challenged with that you think I can't do this but you know I can do all things I can do all things and that makes such a difference wow positive self-talk with prayer is such a remedy that will never get old it will be quite effective for all of our lives. But when you remember back some of the people, places and things you did in the Marine Corps, where did you go? What did you do? And what was your specialty that you were trained for? Well, I was, uh, I went to 3rd Marine Division, headquarters company, headquarters battalion, and was there, uh, you know, it wasn't quite as glamorous as when the drill instructor said, more you and Smith are going to be Remington Raiders. And we go, yeah, special service, special force. Really? He said, that's Remington typewriter, you idiot. And uh, so, so uh, I, I was there uh, at the at, at the head shed there, headquarters company, headquarters battalion, uh, doing uh, order writing and making sure the troops uh, got to and from all right. And so that's what I did. But, you know, I had the great, great honor of getting to preach the very first revival meetings that ever took place in base chapels uh, in our history at that time of the, in the South Pacific. And uh, had, uh, it was, I was involved in a, in a church there, in an English-speaking church. And they they wanted to have a, a GI night or something. So anyway, it kind of like, uh, you know, you say, oh, Ron, he'll have something to say. So they got a hold of me to do the preaching that night. So, uh, so, so uh, um, when that happened, I mean, it was one of those nights that, that God, not only did God just move, but there was a chaplain from the CB base there who heard me. And that chaplain, you know, God just gave, laid it on his heart, said, you know, we need to have a revival meeting. That's never been done. We need to have a revival meeting and get you to come preach it. So I said, well, okay, you know, I was just a Lance Corporal of, of Marines at the time. And so went to the CB base, preached that revival, saw a, a lot of folks come to Jesus, a lot of folks doing business with God. And this, this CB chaplain had the commanding officer from my base, who was a friend of his, had him come over and hear me. Well, he said, he, the, 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 my CO calls the chaplain of my base and says, book him, Dano. I mean, he said, he said, book him. We need to do that here. So, I mean, it just kind of went from there and I was getting calls. We, 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 we got to speak at several revival meetings and you'd have thought I was some big time evangelist. I never forget. I got a call in my office from the chaplain of ninth Marines saying, Hey, what do we got to do to get you and your team to come up here and do a revival? I said, me and my team, what you just said, it's just me, you know, we get some kids and, you know, from the church. And so anyway, it was a great, great uh, time. Oh, and, and what was exciting, though, 
that that uh, revival meeting there at my base that we did. The, uh, uh, the the chaplain, after about the second night, he came in before the service. He was so excited. He says, man, this is great. He said, we threw this meeting for the troopies. And he said, we're seeing, we're seeing officers get saved. And uh, I thought, huh, I wonder if heaven keeps the tally, officer salvation, enlisted salvation. I wonder if heaven does that. But I... <laughs> so so it, it was just what an exciting time to get to be there. And uh, uh, just get to share the gospel with so many uh, uh, young Marines and see a number of them come to Jesus. And, and uh, uh, gosh, we were written up in, in uh, Stars and Stripes and the Okinawa Marine. And, and uh, so it, it was just an incredible time. Uh, you know, and what a, what a great time. I, I tell these kids that come through uh, and I get to talk to, I said, what an incredible time in a younger man's life. Notice I said younger man. And when, uh, uh, when, when, you know, I've got three square meals a day that I don't have to cook clean up after. I have absolutely no bills to pay. I've got uh, my schedule is geared around staying in shape. I, I have my choice each day of what to wear, green or green. So it was it was just a it was a great time. That's incredible. We learned so much and there's a serious side to our training. But in hindsight, when we get out and we're welcomed home or we're not welcomed home, especially in your era. Thank you for your service. But, Ron, we have to get into the more serious part of Marines that served that didn't make it home from Vietnam. Share with me about why you believe that your purpose in life is also to console others and their families that may be in bereavement or they come home with disabilities or ailments. How do you handle that part of your talent? You know, that's one of those things, Christina. I never feel like I'm adequate. That I, got like I, I just never feel like I know what to say. But I know that just like Second Corinthians says that we've gone through tough times so that we can comfort others who are going through tough times. And so, you know, sometimes, you, you know, I, I feel like that ministry of just pouring oil on the wounds, you know, just just loving on people when they're going through a tough time. You know, sometimes it's not saying a thing. It's just it's just being there with them, hurting with them understanding that God doesn't condemn them because they're wondering what, what was this all about? You know, uh, you know, it doesn't take uh, losing a physical limb to go through a season of wondering what, what was that all about? Why did I go through that? You know, sometimes it's, it's losing an emotional limb or, or, uh, uh, man, I know what that's about. <laughs> you know, when somebody says, Hey, I, I don't, I don't want to be with you anymore. And, uh, uh, so, you know, we've got the, the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit is just to love on people. You know, just let them know that they're loved, that God is for them, uh, that, that he's not condemning them. And, you know, as I write my book, and I do have another book that, that, I, that will be out by this time next year. Um, I just uh, think about, you know, people who are hurting. God has a special heart for, for hurting people. And there, there are those that are quick to throw the stones and say, oh, well, you, you know, you're the one that screwed up. Yeah, you, you, uh, you know, you, you messed up. So that, that no wonder that happened. Well, that may be true. But, you know, pain is pain, whether it's deserved or undeserved. It's still pain. When people are hurting, man, the last thing they need is Christians or anybody else to be throwing stones at what you should have done. 
Yes. Well, today you're listening to the Christina Silva Show featuring Ron Moore, executive producer of Getting Real with Ron. And he's got so many projects that are consistent with his military outreach, his empathy, his chaplaincy. And I do too. Creative resiliency solutions come from sharing your own personal testimony. It's not us pushing on our views on you on the Christina Silva Show. It's offering you a real picture of life so that you can relate and persevere. So Ron, we're going to share another part of your life, which is the continuance of your gift of communication. God has truly anointed you with a gift of gab, the good kind. You have a hilarious and distinguishable voice that I listen to on Facebook Mondays of minutes that impact me with not only the true word of God, but you back it up with people in your back seat and in Hollywood behind the radio microphone with your headphones and a co-host and over the years, many, many hours of radio on air. Take us back to the beginning of your radio career after the military and why you love it so much. Well, actually, I tried to get a radio when I was at junior high school. There was a little gospel radio station, and myself and my good friend to this day, Rick Freeman, uh, tried out for, the, for, the, for, the, for one of the DJ positions. And he knew a little bit more about how to operate that board than I did. And it was when I sent two songs out over the air at one time that it just kind of went downhill from there. And so, uh, yeah, it didn't work then. But uh, but about, uh, let's see, 20 some odd years ago, um, you know, I was in a position in my life that I, I just needed to see God do something. And. I found out a radio network, a Christian music radio network was coming to town, the K-Love radio network. And so I thought that they were, I wasn't looking for a job. I just thought they might need somebody to help get their name out, kind of be a point person. I was on my way to Nashville, to tell you the truth. <laughs> and, uh, um, and so I, I called them and uh, they were just a small West Coast network then pretty much. And so uh, the, the gal side, the, the gal who answered the phone, uh, I told her who I was and my background. I, I kind of have a background of, of uh, contemporary Christian music, even before the term was even coined. I got had the privilege of traveling with one of the uh, very first uh, contemporary Christian mu- uh, rock bands uh, that, that there was, and and just helping them and sharing Jesus with people, and and uh, so travel them. So so they liked my knowledge. So, so she says. I think they may want to talk to you. Hang on. And so anyway, first one thing led to another, and the guy. Uh, flies me out there, and uh, uh, so I became the Central Oklahoma voice of K-Love Radio. <laughs> and uh, uh, so it was a great ministry. You know, I just uh, felt like the, the ministry was in the music. And so, you know, God just laid on my heart. And, you know, a lot of times you don't have to. I mean, so much of the time, we don't need to be preaching to people. I just felt like if we got that bumper sticker out there, with on enough bumpers that just said K-Love Radio 88.9, that, you know, before long, we'd have people tune in and say, what is the stinking bumper sticker that I see over there, which we had the number one bumper sticker after a period of years uh, in, in Oklahoma City. And so people began to tune in, and, and they got hooked on the music. Because the music was much more uh, uh, listenable to, you might say, to non-Christians at that time than what we've got now. But that's another story. So, uh, uh, so, so they be, sure enough, they began to listen to it. They called 1-800-NEED-HIM and gave their life to Jesus. And so we began to, we began to get uh, stories of people coming to Christ over it. And before long, we were the number three radio station in Oklahoma City. 
And what a great, you know, and to hear testimonies too, uh, you know, not only uh, prisoners who, who were so, who would listen to it, but I'll never forget this one testimony. We, it hadn't been on the air very long. And this is when, you know, computers and stuff was still just, the whole internet was still pretty new. You know, we didn't even have a, a domain at that time of, of K-Love Radio. Um, so um, uh, we had done a concert to kind of introduce ourselves to the city. I'll never forget this uh, middle-aged woman came up and she said, um, she said, boy, your, your station has meant so much to my daughter uh, and, and uh, who, who has uh, just come home. And, and uh, I said, oh, really? I said, well, that's, that's wonderful. She said, yeah. And she just went all open up, said, yeah, she had gotten caught up in pornography. And I said, wait a minute, you, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I said, I'm familiar with guys getting caught in pornography. Of course, and here again, this wasn't even when all that that, that garbage was was on the internet so much, you know, because it was still brand new. And and I said, what what? Uh, I'm sorry, what do you mean? And she said, no, no. She said a guy began to speak to her. Now this here again for all the safeguards, everything. So the guy began to speak with her and lured her away, and and had her making pornography films. Mm. And she said it took, um, you know, they brought in a police and, and uh, uh, somebody from her uh, office to, because she didn't know how to get into her laptop and crack the code. Anyway, they found the sorry dog biscuit, of course, arrested him and, uh, and brought her back. She came to Christ and she said, listening to your music every day has just helped cleanse her mind and it's just helped her grow in the Lord so much. And so it, it was, and, and Caleb is a non, uh, not commercial station, nonprofit station. So we have fundraisers, uh, twice a year. I think they do it three times now. And, uh, uh, so I was sharing this testimony on the air and I forget it. Uh, I think it was somewhere in little rock, Arkansas, maybe that this, that this, this dad heard my, or this girl heard my story of this and her dad came in and she was crying and he said, honey, what's wrong? And she said, dad said, what that guy just said about that gal getting caught doing a pornography video. She said, I've done the same thing and I, and I want help. I want out. I said, Oh, dear Jesus, you never know where our words on radio are going to. You never know who's going to hear them. That's why I'm such a believer in, in radio that, that speaks the gospel or plays the gospel. You know, uh, you just never know. And, and so from there, God just blessed that. I got to do a television show that went out to most of the state of Oklahoma. And it was there that God began to lay on my heart uh, to do a show that, that uh, uh, and I didn't get a chance to tell you this, that I, uh, a show called Survivors in the Game of Life where we focus on people who've been on the verge of disaster with their marriage, their health, their finances, their careers, or with their children, and how they turned it around. It's really meant to be on secular television. Well, I'm thinking it's just, you know, that ain't going to happen. I'm just going back to radio. You know, that's all done. I get a call from my entertainment company a couple of days ago. He's got a network. He thinks it's going to be a fit, and, and he's pumped about pitching the thing, too. So who knows what God has in store? But we're just going to keep on doing our thing and and sharing God's love and encouraging people. And, you know, we and this is such a powerful statement that we make at the end of every show. And that is, don't forget, your past 
does not equal your future. Well, your past does not equal your future. I've learned so much from your great testimony today about your own personal triumphs and helping others is sometimes happening in the blind. That's why it's okay to use your own personal stories with confidence because you never know who may be listening. So you are listening to the Christina Silva show with Ron Moore. And we welcome you to find out about hope and about also expressing and demonstrating what has happened to you to others. Try it in private with someone you trust. And once you get it off your chest, we call that actually making a statement, telling someone your faults. And when you do that, there's a certain freedom with coming to truth about what you don't want to do anymore. We call it sin, right, Ron? Get rid of it. Talk to God. He's an invisible, all-powerful, almighty God. He's the omniscient one. And when we listen to what's in the news, most of the media is negative, but you can surround yourself with a choice to rejoice. Right, Ron? You can choose to put new (laughs) people in your sphere. You can listen to this radio podcast over and over again to figure out the pathway to positivity. But if you're a veteran out there and you need help, there is also professional help. And so I had to make an admission one day that I needed personal help. I have to tell my sisters and brothers just recently last week, hey, I made a fault. This is the most vulnerable part of me. Can you help me? And if they say yes or no, which most times family mates and friends will say yes, I still have to have a private part of meditating, praying to God to send me the Holy Spirit in this realm so I can get that release, know that hope, know that that I have something to cling to because sometimes you feel alone. But all you have to do is know the way to get there. So here's the number to the VA crisis hotline. It's 800-273-8255. That's the first level to find out your benefits and not to be afraid of the confidential line you have if you're in a true crisis or you just want to start with finding out your benefits to make a claim if you served in the military. Pre and post Military service comes with such great benefits in housing, health, employment, and education. 800-273-8255. But you can reach out to Ron and Christina through emailing us or calling the show or listening to the show if you need help. Because we're neutral and unbiased and we will give you a taste of God's word of where to start. Ron, if we got no stones to, pray, to throw. No stones to throw. <laughs> no stones to throw is right. If somebody wants to pray, can you make it simple if they just want to get consolation prayer, empathetic prayer, prayer to get through a time and a prayer for salvation the way you do it? Sure, sure. Would you like me to pray now? Of course. Okay. All right. Father, I just thank you. I praise you that you are the great God Almighty who knows what people are going through. Lord, I we don't know, but you do. And and Father, I just lift up that person that feels like here at Christmas time, like they're just such a loser and that their life is is meaningless and that they have no purpose. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray that, Lord, you would just inundate them, just just move on them like a flood of your spirit to let them know that they are loved and that they do have meaning and purpose and that they can make it. Thank you, Lord. 
Father, I, I, I pray, Lord Jesus, I, I pray for that person that's going through a divorce, that's had somebody walk out of their life. Oh, Lord, been there, done that. And, Lord, I wouldn't wish divorce on my worst enemy. No wonder you hate divorce because of what it does to your kids, Lord. It hurts your children. Nobody likes to see their kids hurting. Father, I pray you'll just wrap your arms around them. Hold them tighter than any human beings ever held them. Let them know they're going to make it through this. Let them know that they will love again, Lord Jesus. Father, I, I pray that for that person that's battling a physical sickness. Lord, there's healing in your name. And, and Father, if they've never genuinely given their life to you, I ask that you'll just show them. They'll have that light bulb moment. That, Lord, they can receive that forgiveness that you paid the price for on that cross. And they can absolutely receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit in their life. And that walk with you, that salvation that they know that they know that they know, that if they die, they spend eternity in heaven. Father, I pray you'll just draw them to yourself. And so, Lord, during this Christmas time, Lord, we just, again, we thank you for leaving your throne in glory. Be born in a stinking manger. Wow. Lord, we just say, wow, thank you, Lord, for doing that. Thank you. Father, I pray that you'll just move with waves of hope and encouragement on those who are listening that are feeling down and discouraged. Lord, let them know that tomorrow's a new day and that they can make it with your help, Lord Jesus. And Father, I just ask this in that mighty name above every name, the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In Romans 10 and 9, for the word, the true reference, you can look up anytime to know how easy it is to pray like my comrade and I, is Romans 10, 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Amen. This is such a great personal time for testimony and for Ron to share his testimony with you because there is so much to hope for. If you're breathing and living, you can celebrate others. And Ron has another testimony in real time that he just overcame and that the omniscient one saved him from Omicron. Let's talk about the Delta variant and the pandemic and to give hope to others, Ron, because your new re-entry to Facebook touched me so deeply that you too shared something with the world. Take it away. <laughs> well, you know, I, I've um, been in close contact with people. I'm, right now, I'm in between radio and television positions here. So I'm, I'm an Uber driver, you know, along with uh, about to go back on radio. And we got, like I said, some good things happening on the television. But right now, I'm driving for Uber. So I've had something like 6,000 people right here in this little car. And yet, you know, God has just protected me. And there, the first of September, though, I wasn't feeling too good. And I had a swab stuck up my nose and uh, it said <laughs> I had it. <laughs> and so, um, you know, it was uh, not as, as cases go. I did not have a bad case of it. I, I didn't uh, have any uh, breathing problems. I didn't lose my sense of taste, my sense of humor, my sense of smell. I, I didn't lose any of those. Uh, I was just mainly ran a fever and uh, on and off, on again, off again, and was tired all the time. 
I mean, it was like I'd done a 20 mile force march, uh, you know, every day or something. I mean, I was just I'm tired. And so, um, you know, but the Lord was faithful to provide for me during that time, as well as, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, your body just, I mean, while I've seen him heal instantly, well, I've seen that, but sometimes he heals by just telling you to sit down, shut up and get some rest, you know, which is what I had to do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I'm just grateful that, um, uh, you know, came through that and, um, you know, it was just a, a time of, uh, like I say, just being still and knowing that he is my, he is my Jehovah Rapha. He's my healer. Most definitely. Well, God bless you with health and wellness. And to everyone that is listening, if you need help and, and, and aid and assistance, turn to your living word. Say a prayer. It does work. Truly, if you believe in your heart, you can be healed. And some of us are meant to be healed immediately and others we have to go through a trial. But when you get better, tell someone. That's the power in telling someone what happened yes. to you? Because we lead by example. And today, that's what we've done by educating our veterans live with Ron Moore's story. We're leading by example that we do have hurdles in life, the hazards of life and happenstances. We have to autocorrect. I fail all the time. What about you, Ron? We have to get up again, right? Oh, no, I haven't sinned in 20 years. No, I, <laughs> oh, you know, Except I for the time be, when you want Christmas pie, right? <laughs> right, right. I think that's, you know, that's one of the things I look forward to about being home in heaven someday is being able to go for a 24 hour period without saying, Lord, I blew it. I shouldn't have done that. You know, I mean, that's just going to be so good. You know, Lord, Most I shouldn't definitely. have bought that. That wasn't a few. And uh, uh, yeah, what a. What a great time that's going to be, but uh, but see that's so that's what we we've got to, we got to understand that that that's why Christ died on the cross is because we couldn't live it. I mean, even with Holy Spirit power, we're still flesh and blood. We still got feet like clay, you know. And so we need to stop beating ourselves up because God doesn't condemn us if we know the Lord Jesus. You know, there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus and stop beating ourselves up and realize that he's got a real plan for us and he's for us. And he knew, first of all, he knew before we blew it, that we were going to blow it. (laughs) And yet he still, he still saved us, set us apart, gave us gifts and calling, you know, and, uh, well, I've just had to realize that afresh myself, you know, that that God knew exactly what was going to happen. But when he called me, when he saved me and called me into his ministry, he knew that that was going to happen, you know, in 2021 in my life. He knew that. Most definitely. Well, Feliz Navidad and Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays to our troops and their families and to all the children around the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. My favorite verse during Christmas time is John 3.16. Ron, let's share another tip of safety during the holidays as we close up the episode of the Christina Silva Show, Getting Real with Ron. Well, I just want to, yeah, I want to say this, that what a great time of the year. I mean, this isn't Buddhamus. It's not Confucianus. It's not Mohammedus. This is Christmas. And so, you know, this is the time. Let's be bold. You know, God honors a bold witness and say Merry Christmas to someone, you know. 
So, uh, uh, what, what a great time, but be, but walk wisely. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and some of these said a moment ago, yeah, I want to take off on that. Uh, he who walks with the wise will himself be wise, you know? So that may be what some of you need to do is switch friends this next year, you know, start running with some folks that are going to love you, encourage you that are going to just be positive in your life. You know, they're going to speak the word of God to you. That makes such a difference who you run with. It truly does. Well, Ron Moore has shared with us testimonies and highlights from his military career, also his motivational career in radio for over 20 plus years. And you can look forward to his television debut in the future, Surviving the Game of Life. And you can take a look and be staying tuned for Ron's new book as he's an author. And you can look at Facebook in the new year for his Monday motivation. Ron, I hope you had a great time on the Christina Silva show. I did. What a hoot. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it went by so fast. (laughs) It sure did. It always goes by fast when you're having fun and you're flocking together with those that believe in creative resiliency solutions. You've been listening to the Christina Silva show on the Voice America Variety Network. Let's be safe in the new year by telling someone else about your triumph. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. God bless you. Bye-bye. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Christina Silva Show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you soon and Semper Fi.